good morning to the provider nation out there. This is Mike Strauss and we're going to go into episode five and that is called premium pay or consult your attorney, <laughs> whatever you want to look at. So interestingly, this is a very short section in many ways, but it's incredibly deep uh, and you're going to need a lot of help uh, in implementing this. Uh, but in reality, it's a pretty straightforward and simple strategy for how you can make a difference with the people that you that you support. Uh, I'm very excited about this discussion, uh, but in truth, uh, it is a discussion that we're going to present conceptually and apply it to our front back half schedule that we've discussed before, which brings up a point. And that is we are in episode five, which is a series. And the whole idea behind the series is there's order to it. And it's a pretty good idea if you haven't heard the other episodes and you're interested in what you're hearing today that you actually go backwards and listen to it because every one of these things build on each other and uh, it puts us into a position where we don't have to be as long-winded in each one of the future ones presuming that uh, you go back and study a little bit before and I think you'll enjoy it. I mean look it's not simple to make a huge difference and especially in the world of direct support uh, so we're not going to tell you that you can hear it in one episode and figure out what you need to do. But the whole idea of the Good Life series, which is available in podcasts, wherever you get the podcasts, is to talk about a series of things that you can do that if you collectively do them, you can, in fact, make an incredible difference uh, in how you um, uh, retain people, how you, how you provide them a balanced work life and how you pay them. And today we're going to talk about not all forms of pay, but we're going to talk about what's called premium pay. And this is in uh, the Fair Labor Standards Act. Uh, and you can look it up at 778.203 premium pay. And it's premium pay for work on Saturdays, Sundays, and other special days. And I'll get to that in a minute. But let me talk about the problem first. The problem that we're trying to address is to make things affordable for, and predictable for providers and meaningful in terms of how people are paid in such a way is it produces, you know, work patterns that are able to help an agency with its capacity at the same time leverage pay uh, for people that we serve in a way that doesn't cost us quite as much. So um, premium pay is different uh, than almost anything that you'll work with. Um, we all, and in fact, when we go and we work with agencies across the country, we always um, see people who pay differentials, right? Everybody knows what a differential is. That, and the most common differentials are shift differentials that may pay nights differently than days. Uh, it, in the idea to recruit that or may pay times of the week differently. For example, we often see uh, differential pays for working Saturday and Sunday. Well, a differential, however, has one drawback. And that drawback is that a differential actually, when you complete your week and you have, let's say, $10 an hour is your base pay, and then you pay a differential for Saturday and Sunday of $2 an hour, you actually have to take the work on Saturday and Sunday, even if it's not overtime, 
and average that additional cost into your basis and and your actual your actual overtime is affected by that differential, right? So you may work on a weekend and you may get a differential and that may, which is higher than your base pay. But when you calculate overtime, you have to add all that together and divide it by your number of hours worked and that will actually increase your overtime, right? So, you know, we know that, it, but it's kind of complicated. And it's hard for a DSP to figure out, okay, well, what am I really making? Uh, and the reality is it doesn't work the way we always hope because, you know, we're doing that because the national problem that we're trying to address is weekends. I mean, I can't tell you, every place I go, everything is more challenging on, on weekends. And so, you know, um, when you pay a differential on the weekends, our hope is that we can make some of those things less problematic because... We don't have as many call-offs and we have a variety of other things. And to a degree, a differential will help with that. But it isn't as effective as we want it to be. So, we're going to talk about something different. It sounds similar, but it's very different. It's called premium pay for work on Saturdays, Sundays, and other special days. In fact, it can also be used for holidays too. So, basically, this is a, a compensation system premium pay, where you pay at least time and a half. And you underline the, underline the word at least. So at least time and a half for working on Saturdays, Sundays, special days, which could include holidays, or it can be a swing day. There's other things that you know, we can go into uh, in, in, in later episodes or, or actually in consulting, we, we go deeper into this. Uh, and, and, and holidays too, uh, it can be used at. But since you're paying time and a half and it fits criteria that you have to understand on what constitutes premium pay, that's actually overtime, even if you haven't worked 40 hours. So if you're working less than 40 hours, but you pay premium pay, which is at least time and a half for Saturday, Sunday, special days, actually, I also say the sixth and seventh day of a work week because people's work week may be different then if you pay premium pay for that, then that is actually overtime. Now, if you haven't worked 40 hours in a work week, it's still overtime. But the key difference is that overtime doesn't affect your base. It doesn't affect your base rate. And that overtime is a credit against any overtime worked in that work week. Now, what does all, all that mean? Well, in our case, let's say that we have a three-day work week. Because you, if you guys remember previous episodes, and that's what we're going to apply this to. Now, we can apply it to a lot of other things. You can apply it to part-time work. You can apply it to... You can actually have salary but non-exempt, which is a whole other thing and a whole other episode. Uh, but Because but, there's real benefits to that on for certain applications. But in our application today, we're going to talk about a three-day work week, just to make it clear. So premium pay would, in, in our case, we design uh, uh, scheduling systems where everybody will work three days a week in our base system, and they will either work the front half or the back half. And the front half is either a Sunday and two days out of a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
or a Saturday and two days out of a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So three days a week, right? Always on a Saturday and always on a Sunday. We call that the front half Sunday or the back half Saturday. Hope that makes sense. If not, go back and you'll, you'll hear more about that system because it's a great system. But anyway, in a three-day work week, let's say you work 12 hours in every day of the work week. So let's say a, a Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday. That's 36 hours. That is not 40 hours. It, that would not constitute by itself overtime. But in a premium pay strategy, you're going to designate, in our case, the weekends as a premium pay day. So if you work on a Saturday and if you work on a Sunday in this particular system, premium pay, you will pay at least time and a half. Now, you could pay double time. You could pay more than that if you wanted. But let's take the example of time and a half. In this system, 36 hours a week, 12 hours on Thursday, 12 hours on Friday, and 12 hours on Saturday, three-day work week. The Saturday is premium pay, which means you pay time and a half, even though you haven't achieved 40 hours premium pay. So let me give a hard example of that. Let's say that you're making $10 an hour base, just to make the math easy. 12 hours on a Thursday, that's $120. 12 times 10, $120. Thursday, base pay again, $10 an hour times 12, that's $120. Saturday is time and a half, or $15 an hour. 12 times 15, I believe, is $180 for that day. So you add $120 and $120 and $180 together. And I got this fancy graph that you should be seeing. And that's going to show you that that's going to equal $11.67 on the average an hour. That's 120 plus 120 plus 180 divided by 36, right? We all agree that's 11.67 an hour. But it's 15 on the weekend. Now, in a premium pay scenario, let's say that you pick up another 12-hour shift on a Wednesday that you weren't expecting to work. So now you work four days, 12-hour schedules. Well, in the premium pay, you have a credit of 12 hours of overtime on Saturday. And so you pick up that extra day. That means on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you're now working 36 hours and then premium pay on Saturday. So you picked up that Wednesday shift you get the credit for the overtime you've already paid. So that Wednesday you pick up is straight time. Very simple. So it's a way of picking up one additional shift of the week without incurring additional overtime. In our system, since we pay premium pay on Saturday and Sunday, if you pick up an additional shift on, if you work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, premium pay on Saturday, and you pick up an additional shift on Wednesday, that's base because you already have a credit of 12 hours, right? And then let's say somebody calls off on a Sunday and you want to pick that up. Well, that's already paid time and a half premium pay. You pick that up and you're paid time and a half on that. Now, the point of all of this is it totally controls 
how you're, the topography of how you're delivering overtime in a way that you can budget and manage it. So for example, if your base pay is $12 an hour for three day work week, one of which is on a Saturday or on a Sunday, you get 12, 12 times 12 hours, 144, 12 times 12 hours, 144, and 12 times $18 an hour. And that's whatever that says it is, right? I've lost the ability to do that one in my head. But the bottom line is that now averages, because you take those three together, that averages, according to our matrix, $14 an hour. So if you want to pay $14 an hour, and that's what your, your, your focus is, if you do a base pay of 12 and a premium pay of, of 18 on a three-day work week, you can pick up additional shift on a, uh, on a Sunday. You can pick up additional shift on a Wednesday. Fundamentally, working 60 hours a week, and you're not paying as an agency a dime more than you budgeted. And it's going to average for your agency no more than, than $14 an hour and possibly a little less. And I won't get into the math of how that's possible, but it is true. So the whole point behind premium pay versus a differential, extremely important. Premium pay allows you to designate a Saturday, Sunday, special days, holidays as specific days that you can pay a premium pay, which is at least time and a half. And if you pay that, then it does not affect your base. It does not affect your base. And it's a, another way of wording that it's a credit against overtime incurred in that week. Super important. So what it means for us in our system of the front back half work week, which you should go back and look at, is that you have a system where you can have a front half and a back half, picking up additional days on a Saturday or Sunday or through the week. And for them, they're getting additional pay. For the agency, you're completely and utterly managing overtime. Now we have a thing in our, our consulting world that we call overtime versus bad overtime. Overtime is in, in premium pay, we budget that schedule and we know exactly every day of the work week how much it's going to cost us. A 12 hour base is going to cost us 14 an hour in the front half, back half work week. As long as you know that, that's what your budget is and that's what you're going to be paying. It's a very simple, even pay system. However, in, in, in a, what it allows you to do is to work with employees and you, in your advertising, you know, uh, I'm paying an average wage of 14 an hour. It's a three day work week. You're working 36 hours. You can pick up days on the weekend or days through the week. Uh, it, basically you're celebrating the fact that they can work extra and it's not going to cost you additional beyond what you've already budgeted, but you are incurring overtime that you actually budget into your system. But, unbudgeted overtime is quite rare in this system because in order for you to achieve it, they're going to have to pick up multiple days beyond that, which really most people do not do. And we would regulate to not, you know, make something that they would do. So uh, it, it involves, you know, we use this with our vacancy management system that we've talked about and that we'll talk about more, but this is a system where you can really focus on providing people what they want. You know, in every workshop we do, we say, hey, how much do you want to pay your direct support staff? I mean, if you really could. And you know, not too long ago, people were saying, well, you know, they're paying 11 and $12 an hour nationally. The national average is right at 12. 
And they said, man, I want to pay 15 on the average. That's what we wanted to pay. Truth is now most people are paying that because, you know, there's incredible staff shortage. But, you know, we take that dream pay and say, okay, how do we get that done? And well, the reality is most people have this horrible unbudgeted overtime in their agency that could be 15. We've seen as much as 25% in these horrible staff shortages where people are working excessively. Well, in our system, even during those times, the bad overtime, which I would call the unbudgeted overtime, would probably be less than 2%. And that's with multiple agencies and multiple demonstrations. Now, you do plan overtime as a premium pay, and you pay it even before it's incurred, but it's, 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 it's included in your system. So you know what it is, and you plan accordingly. So premium pay is very different than anything else, but it's incredibly effective, and specifically, it's effective for having good work experience on weekends, which is, I will tell you, the number one pain factor that everybody has that we work with is managers dread weekends because they know there's going to be call-offs and they know they're going to have to possibly go in and work on a weekend. And, and they're fearful of having people who are the least experienced, you know, replacement labor working on weekends. So we don't have to experience that because actually the weekends are premium pay. And it is by our own research that the days that will be the least likely that somebody would call off, which is exactly what you want. And so it's a great system for paying what you can afford to pay in a way that you can afford to budget it and for staff and understand how they could could pick up additional days in the weekend, additional days through the week. You know, this is why we always say, hey, you know, we know that 40% of you guys have part-time jobs. And if you want to work an additional part-time job, work for us. You know, the whole idea is let's, if you really want to work extra, we'll make that available for you. So the premium pay is a, is, is a really important part of our system, uh, but it isn't only used in front back half systems. It can be used even for part-time people that can be used for other types of, of uh, arrangements, including five-day work weeks, Monday through Friday, because if somebody doesn't work Friday or five days a week, they call off, let's say, you still want them to pick up a weekend at premium pay because that's the only way you're going to get them to come in. And you don't want to do a differential. And why? Because if you do a differential, it affects their base pay, which then affects their overtime, which brings in a whole different level of expense and complication that you really don't need to have. So great option for everybody, premium pay, call your attorney, right? Or call us and we'll help you get connected with all of that. But it is a system that bolts on to other things. And, and basically not one thing, as we always tell you, nothing, no one thing solves everything. But there's component parts of this, which is, you know, our vacancy managed, superimposed, front back half, how we have our five faucet theory that we talk about, all those things kind of work together and premium pay on how we deliver support with greater stability and reliability and hopefully improving the lives of people who are our direct support heroes and making a difference uh, in a way that gives them a balanced life. So this is episode five, 
and I hope you enjoyed it. Short and sweet, but there's a lot to unpack there. You know, if you're going to look at, at the act itself or the, the statute itself, you got to go to 778.203 uh, and, and look at the premium pay description. It gives you enough to sit there and go, what? I'm not sure how this works. That's why you need to talk to your attorney or talk with us on how we can help with all of that. And we're good to go. And in episode six, we're going to talk about paid time off or the byline is self-inflicted wounds because the reality is the more time off you give, the more replacement you have to do and all that's important, but there's a way to do it that doesn't uh, impact how you deliver care as much. The most important thing is keeping your eye on doing systems that reduce the number of different people involved in care, which improves the quality of care, paid time off next time.